Welcome to Women Who Startup Radio, a show about innovative, adventurous female entrepreneurs. This is Lizelle Van Vieren, founder of Women Who Startup. I'm here with my co-host, Krista Morgan. I'm Krista Morgan, CEO and co-founder of P2B Investor. So welcome everyone. Welcome to Women Who Startup. Uh, we inspire women to go beyond themselves, which is what entrepreneurship is all about. And these are the stories that we're telling at Women Who Startup Radio. We're taking a real active approach. And when I say we, I mean me, our team, our sponsors, everyone that's involved, and certainly our guests. We're talking with Julie Nervelli. I'm Julie Nervelli, and I am the chief executive daredevil of Winking Girl Foods. Sally Krawcheck. I'm Sally Krawcheck. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Elevest. Amelia Rose Earhart. My name is Amelia Rose Earhart, and I'm a pilot. I am an adventurer. Lindsay Strickler. And Rex Roberts. I'm Lindsay Strickler. And I'm Rex Roberts. And we are co-owners of Steno. Ashley Colpart. My name is Ashley Colpart, and I am the founder and CEO of The Food Corridor. Aaron Bassetti, the VP of Marketing at P2B Investor. Brad Todd. My name is Brad Todd. I'm the founder and designer of Habitat. Holly Kurtz, a successful creative director. My name is Holly Kurtz, and I'm happy to be here. Emily Schramm, who's the founder of Unleashed Fitness. I invented a backpack. That's so crazy. I invented something. <laughs> Wendy Burkhart. I'm Wendy Burkhart, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Silver Nest. Lauren Castile. I'm Lauren Castile, and I'm president and CEO of the Women's Foundation of Colorado and Azure Antoinette. My name is Azure Antoinette, and I am a teller. This is all about Women Who Startup Radio season two. Our theme is keep climbing. Keep climbing. Keep climbing. Let this be a swift kicking the ass. Leave feeling inspired. These women's stories will certainly do that. It's all about keep climbing. <laughs> So we're asking every single speaker that we have on season two, what does keep climbing mean to you? I love keep climbing. I love it. The, the metaphor of, of climbing and taking one step in front of the other, I do feel is really powerful. Mountains are my sanity. I think that I've always felt at home in the mountains, whether that's the, I don't know, the thin air or the views. I just feel very at peace. And I used to climb trees when we'd go visit my grandparents in Kentucky like a maniac. It was a big deal between my sister and my cousin and me that we climbed those big old Kentucky trees. And when you're literally climbing a tree, um, you just find, you know, that branch. Or if one is, I'm not a mountain climber, but that hold or whatever else it may be, it goes back to that theme for me of simply being able to see that which comes before me and the opportunity that it presents, and then grabbing hold. Um, but you need your carabiners, you know, you need your belayers, or, or in a tree, there were a lot of times when my sister had to extend her hand because she was seven years older, and she'd say, I don't know why you got on that branch anyway. <laughs> I don't know why you took that route. Um, and she'd teach me a different way. It's so funny that the phrase you're working with is keep climbing because Elevate Network, which is one of the businesses that I'm involved in, the Professional Women's Network, that's it. And what I wanted to capture with that was a sense of the feminine, but a sense of the keep climbing. 
something. And so what I wanted to express was a sense of forward motion, forward momentum, and the feminine, both of those. And so I love it. I really love it. it it's very literal because I've, in the six years that I've owned a design studio and been a business owner, I've definitely had several plateaus uh, in my growth. Um, so I've had to a couple times jumpstart myself where I put the design studio, I put Habitat kind of on the back burner. Uh, so I've had to start climbing again. So anyone in any career, in any industry, finds themselves at pivotal and kind of critical moments where if there's no up, then there's only out. You definitely get to a point where, yeah, you might just grow out of your position and you need to move on. A lot of us, like I did, kind of go through this breakdown, right? You reject it. I don't want to do this. Oh, I think I'm done. Has there been a few times in my life when I've been like, heads up, God, goddess, but I'm kind of done, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I'm in gratitude for the privileges I've had, but this stuff, I'm kind of done with. And it didn't work. Um, <laughs> it didn't work. I apparently kept climbing. I have somehow blocked from my memory, but I cried and cried and cried and cried. I had just found in that time that I had a really strong desire to just not filter it, to not commission it, to not, I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't really respond to work emails or my clients. Like I had just kind of fallen apart and it was the one, it was the only time I can remember not talking myself back to health or not putting it in some kind of metaphor that made it palatable. So I couldn't afford to go to school for a while, so I worked at a golf course and as many restaurants as I could, and I worked at a donut shop, and I worked at like a bike shop, a snowboard shop, anything I could find, because all I wanted to do was not be this failure Amelia Earhart you know, who couldn't even afford to, I couldn't even afford to go to lunch, you know? By this point, Sally Mae, she had really started to lose her patience with me. All of my notices had changed colors. All of the bills had started to be colored papers. And that's when things have gone delinquent. It's when they, the, the bills are no longer white. And uh, I was like, oh, it's pink. The pink is never good. This is not Easter. And um, they started calling my mom and my references and I had to take a penny, leave a penny. I was just taking the pennies. That was also awkward. The year ended and I had spent the whole year trying to raise venture capital and had faced rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter. And I got to the end of the year and I was like, ugh, this is terrible. A little traumatic to be fired on the front page of the friggin' Wall Street Journal. You know, there's that moment you wake up and you say to your spouse, honey, do you think anybody saw the Wall Street Journal this morning? He's like, yeah, I feel like people did. <laughs> Sometimes it is in the best interest to walk away from people or things or opportunities or businesses or whatever, because one, it's a healthy thing to do. And it's almost a necessity. It's a learning experience sometimes. It doesn't go the way you think it's going to go, and it feels like failure. Because our perception of what we think it is is so vastly different from what it really is. There's all those feelings that come with it, like, I am, I'm not worthy of this, or I am ridiculous, I need to quit right now, I should cancel the Kickstarter. <laughs> you know, there's so many times where you just are like, is this for me, is this what I want? I think we all have those, like, 
days that we wake up and we're like, what are we, what am I doing? Like, this is hard. And I, what if it doesn't work out and you self doubt? And, you know, those are, those, those days come. I try not, I, you know, I don't think I have a lot of those days, but. Being okay with the fact that I can doubt myself is what has made me very successful. And I think I used to think that doubting myself was a bad thing, that I shouldn't doubt myself, that I should, you know, always think that I'm going to be successful and always think that I'm going to get on top of the mountain or always believe that it's going to happen. But what I found is more motivating is being okay with the fact that you are not sure. Keep climbing means to me that you are making progress when you think you're not making progress. Like the days that feel like your worst days that you're sliding down the mountain instead of up. I think, you know, when you look at them in, you know, from afar are the days that you learn the most about your company. So those slides down maybe get you there faster because you weren't going the right way on the peak. And you can get there faster if you go back down and then go back up a different route. Sometimes the longest way around is the shortest way home. Whether you're going, you know, up or down or laterally, it's all part of the process and and you have to embrace each day for what it is and just, you know, keep your true north, of, of course, but but know that the process is just as important as the destination. There's just so much that comes from not just keep climbing but really being okay with I am terrified and I might fall flat on my face and I really doubt that I can do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think that's what's made me successful in what I've done because I'm not always this positive person. I really want to prove to myself that I can do it. Anytime that fear crept up and said, oh, you're not good enough for this or oh, you don't have the right skill set or oh, you don't have the right X, Y, Z, just ignoring it and doing it anyway (laughs) because you have a choice. Fear is a choice. It's just a feeling. And so you have a choice over whether or not you're going to listen to that feeling. Someone said to me um, not too long ago, you're built for the load. And I like that better than God doesn't give you more than you can handle. It doesn't matter who people tell you you are. You decide every single day what your identity is going to be. And if you have a bad day, it's okay. So keep climbing. Um, when, When I was just kind of thinking about it, there was a a poem um, named If by Rudyard Kipling. And so it says, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet triumph with disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose, and start again at your beginnings, and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they're gone, and so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on, 
if you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth a distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. We'd like to thank PWI for being a Women Who Startup sponsor. Kristen Morgan is the co-founder and CEO of P2B Investor. As an entrepreneur, you are gonna find growth opportunities. They're gonna come your way, right? The way to take advantage of them is with good access to capital. You have access to capital and then you get more market share. So really being on top of what capital you can get access to and when to leverage those growth opportunities is what's gonna keep you ahead of your competition. We'd like to thank PWI for being a Women Who Startup Radio sponsor. You can learn more about Krista's company at pwi.com. The only thing that keeps me climbing, if you will, in context of building Women Who Startup is the community, is the people that, and the lives that we touch every single day through inspiration, through access to networks, through empowering them to believe in themselves, in the connection. When you change people's lives that directly, you no longer worry about if you can climb for yourself. You're not a part of the equation almost. I just have a natural curiosity and I love business and I love local business. And I've just grabbed hold of every opportunity that came in front of me to learn that more and to help awesome people move forward in their dreams. Um, and I've realized that a, a, a huge component of my dream is just helping others achieve theirs. And I do that through business and business is a tool for that. At the behest and the nucleus of all of this business, of all of this commerce is people. No matter what you do, there's no way to get around that. You cannot delete the, the one factor that makes this go. For me, the essence of what motivates me to keep climbing are moments just like this. When I'm in a room um, with young women I've never met or young men, and, and I'm now just clamoring to know your stories. I want to flip this around. But as I'm here with you and I feel your emotion or your curiosity, um, that energizes me to keep climbing. Um, I mentioned earlier that I have uh, three grandsons who are eight, nine, and ten, and they are a handful. I have, you know, three children, and they are all very different and in search of self and finding their passions and doing good in the world. I keep getting this visual of, you know, it's in the middle of the winter. We have this grueling final. It's like a 10-minute hike and I looked up in the mountains, I was trying to, you know, get distracted. And I remember thinking like, God, my mom would love this. My mom would love this so much. And I just said, I'm gonna keep doing this for my mom, you know, because my mom believes in me, believes in me way more than I do. And I think about all the people in my work life and my in my personal life, but mostly in my work life, who mean so much to me and who've been who I've been with through this entire journey. And that's really what Keep Climbing means to me, just getting up and doing, doing it again for myself, but also for the people who depend on me every day. My greatest aspiration is I'm the best person that I can be, and my life is rich and full with, you know, all the love that I have with my family and friends and the people that are in my, in my environment. Keep Climbing to me means making your runway longer and longer and longer 
because the most accessible airports, if you think about it in an aviation term, the most accessible airports have the longest runways. The longer your runway is, the more you can invite in and the bigger airplane that you can fly out of that runway. It's about understanding how what you say, how your behaviors are impacting the people around you. Keep climbing for me is be the very best person that you can be and offer that back as you can to other folks, whether that means creating a business that offers success for the folks that are involved, whether it means um, participating you know, as a mentor, whether that means just simply learning. For me, keep climbing means being the very best version of myself that I can be. I feel like for so long I showed up to my job pretending, like having, feeling you had to pretend to be someone that you weren't yeah. because that was who they wanted you to be mm -hmm. instead of, you know, getting to be yourself. I've seen a lot of people fake a lot of things and I have, I have a big detector for fakeness. <laughs> I like can't handle it. We all have this, like I still am unhappy with my fitness level and unhappy with, you know, certain things. But I do know at the end of the day, I am very happy with the progress I'm making because I am just appreciating what I'm doing by taking initiative to be the best version of myself. I'm fortunate to be at a stage of my life where I don't feel that I need to be or anyone other than who I am or prove myself beyond trying to maintain a standard of excellence. Thanks to Steno for being a Woman Who Startup Radio sponsor. I'm Lindsay Strickler. And I'm Rex Roberts. And we are co-owners of Steno. It's been incredibly rewarding. It's been so much fun to see people come together and make new deals and new hires and new progression in their own businesses and their own dreams. Watching members go into the conference room and coming out celebrating a deal that just happened or an investor that just came on board or an incredible sale and knowing that we provided an environment in which they could thrive and that we can help drive businesses forward. There's no other feeling. Like, it is just incredible. Thanks to Steno for being a Woman Who Startup Radio sponsor. You can learn more at stenodenver.com. 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 Keeping climbing for me is being alive. When I really started to find my rhythm as a speaker, it was explaining to these corporate audiences that it's about finding the poem in whatever it is that you do. It's about finding out what, what really makes you beat. This is putting your heart and your soul and your history into your work. It's my life. Wake up in the morning and go. Wake up in the morning and go. Go to sleep exhausted. Go to wake up and go. So over the course of a week, I could cry multiple times, and tears are just when some deep truth has been touched or witnessed. Uh, I could laugh belly laughs. I could work long and hard. And it's about being really tapped in to who you are and not giving in to anything else. With the high, high, go, go, go mentality of just creating and brain on fire um, also comes for me very deep lows. And so all of us, we live in the giving world. I mean, we give. That's how we do our job. It's That's how we make money. We're giving. And so then we're trying to find balance and we're giving more. We don't realize that is such a taxing thing for us. And so for me, for a long time, I thought that I could just work out and that was my time to myself that was my balance and you know 
I just, everyone says just do yoga or stretch or meditate and I just can't do it. I really hate it. So I'm still trying to figure out the balance of what will fill me back up. It's the small things uh, that are self-care. It's laughter. There is nothing I love more than a deep belly laugh. And then there are those days when I have, a, I have one of those refrigerators that has all the magnets and crazy stuff on it and whatnot. And one of the little tiny worn yellowed clippings um, says, sometimes on a gray day you need to pull up the covers and um, watch Law & Order. You know, I mean, it's, some people could just say bubble baths or whatever. It's whatever fills your soul. Whatever and your body or your mind or your spirit. And so being in tune with that, and sometimes I do better at that than others. We have to start off, you also have to turn off. And that's take care of yourself as a woman, take care of your friends, your family, because you can be so strong from the outside, but unless you're taking time to yourself to go, I am not that girl today, I can't be the one with the laptop all the time, and like the right everything and the right attitude and the right encouragement and the right social media, you can't always be that. And that's what I want to show these girls. Like it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to take a nap. It's okay to call and ask for help. The way one really keeps climbing is to claim one's vulnerabilities. That, that's the thing for me about the climbing, about the, con the continuation, keep on its own is such a beautiful word in context because it's it's to possess but it's to possess in the in the kindest way in in the way that is in the way that is good in the way that is heartfelt not to acquire not to not to purchase but to to hold it's by being able to say to friends um i need you i miss you um I need you to bring me food. A friend of mine did that to me not too long ago. She knew I'd been working. You know, because I am a little bit of an ever-ready bunny. You know, I can keep going and going and going. Um, but I've, as I've matured, I've become more conscious of when I simply need to be still. Just still and listen. I often find that when I get time away, time for myself, that's when your mind is free to come up with new ideas and... Intuition, baby. Exactly. It can't be bought. Exactly. Right now, we just have to laugh and enjoy where we are and enjoy the process and the fact that we get to do this and we get to create and it's cool and what's going to happen is going to happen and we'll do the best we can to support it. But you have to remind yourself to stop and enjoy what you're doing right now because you may get to the goal and it may not be anything you ever <laughs> wanted, right? And so it's important to pay attention to where you're at right now and, and enjoy that part of it. All of these things that we, when, when we're in the moment and you get in your head of like goal setting because that's what we're all about here, it's like, I should be doing this. No, you shouldn't. No one cares except for you. And you know what? You set your own markers. You set your own boundaries around what's good for you and what's not. I think it's one of those things where we don't know what we don't know, right? And so we sort of, we go along and we're, we're struggling and fighting and we think that's sort of the way that it has to be and that isn't the way that it has to be. Always remember that you are the sky and everything and everyone else is just the weather.
We'd like to thank Habitat for being a Women Who Startup Radio sponsor. My name is Brad Todd. I'm the founder and designer of Habitat. Client says, I see some things I'd like to change, but I'm not going to bother the designer on this. Communication is really what sets apart a superior project to a good project. The, the superior design, the, the design that goes up a level, that, that really, really shines, is when that critique happens and that client can say, hey, this is good, but I think it can be better. I'm going to push you and let's take this thing to the next level. We'd like to thank Habitat for being a Women Who Startup Radio sponsor. You can learn more about Habitat at hellohabitat.com. For me, Keep Climbing has never been about a specific location that I want to get to. I mean, we've talked about this, of life is a balance of the formula and fuck the formula and so is business. And so Keep Climbing is going after, going after that vision and that goal and it's understanding like what it takes to get there and not giving up. But there's not always like one path or one way to get there. It's messy, it's sloppy. There's no real direct line you can do a lot of big things. Like just because you do one really big impressive thing doesn't mean you can't go out and then do another one. Be the type of woman that exceeds the, the character limit on your bio. Keep climbing for me means continue to challenge yourself and learn new things. Climbing does imply ambition. I think you have to have a pretty hefty sense of ambition to start your own company. So think about what do you, what have you been thinking about doing for so long I kind of dare you. Be daring. You know, I got the bug in my butt and was like, <laughs> you know, you have three nights of not being able to sleep because all you can think about is your idea. And that's when you know, OK, I have to do this. If not me, who? I said, all right, if somebody's going to do this, it's got to be me. I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? I have a day job and I want to fly around the world. Starting a company is exciting. Shit gets real much further down the road. Owning my own company has been the most ridiculous exercise I have ever dealt with. I did not really understand what it meant until I like launched into, I'm going to go get employees. Holy mother of Moses. We could have a long conversation about all the things not to do from those startup days, <laughs> watching like, wow. All entrepreneurs have something to learn. It's just, what are you going to learn on your journey? I never took rejection really well until I started companies and then I could give a shit because rejection just meant that I was trying. That is just not in the DNA of an entrepreneur. That's just not how you show up. And when you look at the history of the companies that survive versus the companies that are thriving and continually innovating, it's from being broken. It's from being broken and telling, like being told like, this isn't good enough. So Walt Disney was told by the city of Anaheim that, that his park was going to attract vagrants. And Disneyland is everything, right? Henry Ford, several times, companies crashed and burned. Warren Buffett says he won't invest unless you fail twice. Like, you really have to understand what it means to love something because if you don't love it, you have to leave it. It's about pre-flighting your concept. You go and you start your engine. You go out and you test it. You're going to have turbulence in flight. You're going to get knocked around. You're going to get scared shitless. You're going to want to come home and land the airplane. But you know what? If you keep going, you land the plane safely, that's what makes you an entrepreneur. That's what makes you a safe and successful entrepreneur. If you get out and do it again, that is when you become, in my opinion, a woman who starts up. Not a woman who started up, a woman who starts up. And that's what I want to be. It means 
that every few weeks when I have that moment where I just don't want to get up and do it, I get up and do it. And then I get up and do it again. It just doesn't seem to phase you. It does phase you, but you're not going to allow it to cripple you or bring you down or weigh you down. You're like, okay, well, we got to dance with this today and we'll dance with that tomorrow. Now it just felt like it was the wrong thing and it wasn't going to work. And I learned a lot from that. And it gives me the confidence, I think, to do it again because it doesn't seem as daunting. The power and the success of these companies, whether they start up and fall and start up and fail, is that the DNA has to be of the founder. And for me, like, it's always passion. I am um, entrepreneurial of spirit, although it doesn't show up, you know, in a startup, uh, <laughs> you know, company or a small tech firm or uh, an impact hub. But it shows up in how I view the world. She is entrepreneurial of spirit. And that is evidenced when you just see the path that she's taken, where she's just seized opportunities along the way and said yes to some crazy things that have brought her to where she is. That journey of finding out I can have the power to do anything I want when I say, let's do it. How if you are really just open, the right things will show up as they're supposed to. And the way that I've kept climbing is just through grabbing hold of opportunity as it arose and came in front of me and just being ready for that opportunity. Why the hell not? I'm a bit astonished that how fast and how far I've made it in such a short amount of time. Um, I feel like I've just put the right pieces of the puzzle together and I'm really excited for how this next year is going to start unfolding. What has been really beautiful um, and grace giving, I think, in my particular career is a, I made it up. I made up commissioned poetry because you don't really find commissioned art, commissioned written work. You're making a living yeah. out of words. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Fuck. I want my legacy to be one of imperfection. Like I want my legacy to be a little gritty and a little off kilter. I don't know. I just sort of have this view that you get one life and then you and it lasts so many decades and then you're dead. You're dead. You're in the ground. You're cold for forever, as far as I know. So what the heck? If I died today, I've had an incredible life. And it's for you. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> and I can't think of a better way to end my career. Thanks so much for listening to season two of Women Who Startup Radio. We'd like to thank our team. Our sponsors, Peter the Investor and Steno Coworking Space, our producer, Aaron Bassidy, and our engineer and co-producer, Allison Wrights. At Women Who Startup Radio, we're writing women back into history by telling the stories of innovative, adventurous female entrepreneurs. It's time to put on those boots and keep climbing. Thank you, everyone, for your time and your energy. Um, we love you, man. Keep climbing. That was awesome, dude.